and yeah this is uh the beginning of j house radio episode 61 um we're gonna be talking about uh dr strange 2 in the multiverse of madness we're gonna yes. do we're gonna give our opinions we're gonna give a little bit of a spoil not really a little bit we're gonna give a lot of bit of a spoiler in this one uh we have a few other news topics that we want to jump into for example uh we want to jump into uh what is it arkham no, Gotham Knights. We're going to talk about how it was canceled on PS4 and Xbox One, and we're going to give our thoughts on that. Um, but first, um, we're going to start off with our official intro. Los, how are you doing? I heard you had a friend, a furry friend, a few days ago. Okay. So, listen, right down to the people. listen to how my life is, okay? So Monday, all right, I was feeling terrible from allergies, called out sick from work. And Tuesday was election day, so I had off. I said, you know, whatever. I wound up, wound up with a, with a five-day weekend. <clears throat> Four-day weekend, excuse me. All right, fine. So I just bought a 3D printer. Um, here, messing with the, you know, with the software and figuring out what it does and how it does and blah, blah, blah. Like, I printed out, like, simple things and stuff. That's um, cool. Oh, dude, I know look. I know you were super for anybody who's who's listening to the audio version. Los use a three D printer to print out the logo for no, the Star Trek com badge is what the, they actually wear on the uniform. The Star That's Trek com badge, and everybody knows that Los is the the biggest Star Trek fan of all time. So I could imagine you were Absolutely. really excited when you printed that out. But listen, I'm a big Star Trek fan, but like, and I know a lot of stuff because I watched it. But I'm not like these people who like go to conventions and uniforms and stuff. Like I, like I'll go with a Star Trek T-shirt, maybe. You know what I'm trying to say? Maybe I'll wear, maybe I'll wear the com badge, you know, yeah. as a decoration. But I'm not going there in full uniform, dressed up as an alien. That, that's that's not me, dude. With you the know, makeup and all that. About it? No, want to talk about it? I'm good with that. But that's it. He's you know? like, I'm not going all out. No. I'm not. I'm not squeezing into that hot uniform. Hell no. <laughs> I also printed a leather stamp. A so, leather stamp. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so awesome. when, I, when I make a leather bag, I can stamp it with my logo. Awesome. Cool beans. Uh, and I got to print out a smaller one. I printed out a little Enterprise. Oh, the uh, Enterprise. What would you call it? Like the, the Enterprise ship, I guess? Yes, the ship. Yeah. If you're a Star Trek fan, it's the NCC-01 Kirk ship. Jeez Louise. That's pretty yeah. freaking cool, dude. Uh, this isn't the one I printed, but I printed one of these because my girlfriend got into crocheting. And this is called a stitch marker. So, like, as she's doing her, t like, and she stops, she puts this in there so it doesn't unravel. Ah, oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah, and I printed, anyone who's a Nightmare Before Christmas fan knows what an Oogie Boogie is? Yes. That so is I printed me. out an Oogie Boogie. The Oogie Boogie. When I saw that, I was like, Nightmare Before, I love that movie. Love that movie. One of my favorite Tim Burton, if not favorite Tim Burton movie of all time. I like that movie. I can't say I love that movie, but I do like it. I'll, I'll watch movie. it. Like if someone said, oh, you want to watch it? I'm like, sure, no problem. I grew up on that movie, man. Love it. Love it to death. But yeah, okay, so finish your story. Yeah. So now we're doing the 3D printing and I hear noises coming from the kitchen. And in my brain, I'm thinking that's a mouse. Mind you, with my allergies my ears get kind of clogged. So things far away don't come in as high definition. Yeah. So she's like, it sounds like somebody's here. Go, go, go. Fine. Get up out of my office, go to the second floor kitchen, right? Mm -hmm. Go in there and I hear shuffling 
behind or underneath the fridge. So I'm oh, like, oh, boy. great, fucking mouse is there. There must be a big motherfucker or a couple of them. Yeah. So I go, oh, I move the fridge. I figure I scare them off and I see nothing. Okay. Back. Make sure I don't I don't crimp the water line for the for the ice maker. So I do that. <clears throat> I come back, sit down. She's like, no, 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 no. It's still there. Go, go, go. You know, like, <laughs> and you're like, whatever. Bro, when I'm three steps before the door of the the door of the kitchen, a fucking squirrel runs out, okay, down the stairs, and my cat is rushing downstairs behind it. And I'm like, a motherfucking squirrel. Like a real, like the motherfuckers you see in a tree, that motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> Cage, I only managed to get five seconds of video going that motherfucker went from my kitchen and go to my living room. Uh, if, it to KJ. if you guys are in Discord, I'm gonna throw that. If you if you're okay with it, I'll throw that in, in Discord yeah, yeah. for sure. So now, um, I go down. Like, so then I I let I leave it alone, right? So it goes downstairs with the cat. I leave it alone. Like screw it, the cat will kill it soon. I go sit back at my desk. Fifteen minutes later, my girl's like, "Go check, go check, bro." As soon <laughs> as I open the door to my office. All I hear is Are you serious? Like they're like... running around the whole entire fucking house. Oh man. So then that's when it went to the kitchen. That's when me and my girl went to the kitchen. That's when the thing goes into the living room. I close the door to the living room and the cat and me are now looking for this squirrel. Right? <laughs> so uh I'm trying to get the squirrel to give it to the cat so the cat can kill it. I stupidly forgot that cats will not kill in front of the owner they consider the alpha because the alpha is supposed to have the kill. Oh, so he's just like looking at it. He's <laughs> just chasing it for me to kill it. Now, mind you, bro, I took a, a mop handle and I'm trying to like fucking smash. Oh, man. Break I break the mop. I open the door, right? Tell my girl, like, oh, this is pissing me off. <laughs> then they both run out behind me. They're running around the house and they run into the guest bathroom. So I close the door. I was like, all right, the cat's going to kill it. No, the cat's just chasing it because the cat's expecting me to go. I oh. finally get in there. Bro, when I mean a guest bathroom, it's just big enough for the t toilet, the sink, and enough room for you to turn around. That's it. It's not big. Yeah. Uh, you've been in there. You've been in it. So, you know. Yeah. So now here's the squirrel, this thing running around and I'm trying to stomp on it and the thing's too fast. At one point, he starts trying to climb on me, so I'm like, "Mac!" and I smacked the thing against the wall. Wait, it climbed started, on you? Are you serious? Climb, bro, I swear to God. Oh, man. I, I, was, man. I, was, I, was, I was like fruity for like five seconds. I was like, ah! And then I smacked <laughs> Oh, man. Bro, I pick up a picture frame, and I'm banging on this thing. Bro, I hit that thing like five, five six times. I got it good. Bro, I'm ready. I finally got it pinned down. I'm ready to give it a killing blow. And my girlfriend is bawling her eyes out just outside the door. Don't kill the squirrel. Oh, really? Don't kill the squirrel. Oh, man. So you didn't kill it. So I grabbed the trash can, throw the squirrel in the trash can. Now, mind you, I had literally just tied up the bag for the, for the, toilet, for the bathroom garbage. Yeah. So I hadn't had a chance to put a new bag in there. Take it in there. Bro, I walk to to my to the end of my front yard and I eat that thing like as far as I could, right? So it hits halfway in the street and it doesn't move. And I'm like, good, it's fucking dead. Who cares? I'm ready to go inside. 
bro, and my girl is on the porch crying, hitting me. You're a murderer. You're going to go to squirrel jail. Like all this nonsense because she was brokenhearted about it. Jeez. Wow. Go check on it. I'm like, if it's dead, I can't bring it back to life. Yeah. Leave it alone. Bro, as soon as they start walking towards it, that little motherfucker gets up, goes to the curb, looks at me, he's like, <laughs> right? So wow. I'm like, look, look, it's fine, right? Yeah. So then she goes, no, it's not. Look at it. I turn around again. The motherfucker climbs up a tree. That that little thing is like a freaking soldier. After, after all that, it just went climbing up a tree. And I tell you, I hit that thing with a picture frame. I broke the picture frame, okay, hitting it. Okay, oh, man, that's how hard I hit that fucker, and I hit him at least five or six times. I can imagine that your house is probably destroyed right now. It's probably no, destroyed. It's only one or two spots in the attic, so every every room that I hear them at, I literally make a hole and empty a can of great stuff in there. So, because if they eat the insulation, it's poison to them. So, I everywhere I hear the noise, I literally fill up a can of great stuff. So I start isolating where they can enter. And where they mm. can move around in the attic. Wow. Interesting. Wow, that's plus I oh plus I open the attic and let the cat go in there, let the cat have fun. <laughs> let the cat have fun. Once again, guys, if you're checking us out live on YouTube, don't forget to hit that like button. Uh leave a comment on um anything that you like in the show, anything that you don't like, uh so on and so forth. If you listen to us through audio form, uh don't forget to leave a review. Um, five stars will be appreciated and let us know what you guys think, you know, leave a comment in your audio podcast app. Uh, and remember, let's... I'm not trying to seduce you. I just have allergy voice. <laughs> I said it had you, this would have been a perfect time for you to do the intro today. It would have been perfect to do that. Yeah. I would have done my Barry White. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the exciting portion. Oh, of look this. at this guy. Look at this guy. You know what? I'm going to have you do an outro. I'm, I'm going to have you do a nice outro today. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I got what, let's go and jump into our PWLs. Uh, Los, uh, would you like to start with your PWLs for this week? What are you playing? Uh, what are you watching or listening to? What I'm playing is I picked up Animal Crossing again. Really? Okay. Yes. Um, I picked up Animal Crossing again, and I'm playing that. And I'm also playing the remastered uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Brotherhood. It's okay. it's a package. The Ezio, the Ezio story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Assassin's Creed 2 brotherhood and something else okay. um it got remastered for switch so i'm playing that also hmm, awesome cool cool so yeah what what and do you? you what do you watch oh what am i playing uh i'm playing uh death's door uh it's out on game pass you play a little bird who goes around uh trying to collect the soul of a bunch of other dead birds um and you're eventually like you're fighting to go up against um the lord of doors basically he's uh, a guy uh he's a uh, i'm trying to really spoil anything but you're pretty much going up against a guy who is the lord of doors he doesn't want to die uh he um the game talks about death um saying that death is what helps life go on goes on and this lord doesn't want to die he wants to remove death from the entire universe he wants everybody to live on forever 
pretty interesting story. It's almost like a Zelda-like kind of game mixed with like a Soulsborne kind of game. Uh, it's pretty That's cool. That's the game that you were um, you were streaming not too long ago, right? Yeah, yeah. I was streaming that a few days ago, actually. Uh, with so... that big snowman or marshmallow, whatever killed you, like yeah, the big the big marshmallow snowman. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Yeah, it did. Did you when you're on your live stream? Yeah, it did kind of look like a marshmallow snowman. Um, and then and then you guilt me. You're like, jump on chat. I was like, damn. <laughs> my bad, my bad. I probably shouldn't have called you out like that. Nah, nah, nah. It's fine. I'm just, I'm just being stupid. I'm good for the. <laughs> um. So yeah, Death Door. Um, I'm loving it. It's on Game Pass right now. I believe it's also on PlayStation, but uh, it's free on Game. Well, if you're paying for Game Pass, it's free. Awesome freaking game. Awesome game. Um, I just recently beat that. Uh, what am I watching? Uh, I'm watching Arcane. I don't know if you heard about that on Netflix. No. Uh, it's pretty much like an animated series that is based off of the video game um, League of Legends. Um, I'm not a big, I'm not a really a League of Legends fan at all, but the art style is amazing. It's amazing. Uh, you got, you got to check it out. Um, pretty interesting show. Even if you're not into the game, it's just like just watch it for the art style. It's freaking beautiful. Okay. Um, what am I listening to? Billy Holiday. Um, Ooh, good choice. I, I owe a lot of that to my girl. Um, she she said that she loves Billie Holiday. I've been running into a lot of things that just are randomly playing Billie Holiday songs, such as Severance. Um, there was a Billie Holiday song in that show. Um, ever since then, I've just been having the urge to pick up on some Billie Holiday. I'm, I'm really if, feeling it right now. If you listen to Billie Holiday, you got to find um, uh, Ella Fitzgerald, her older stuff. Mm -hmm. you gotta listen to that stuff you also have to listen to louis armstrong okay come on who doesn't louis who doesn't like louis you know? uh, and if you look at that time period of music oh man it's so good yeah you know? yeah um it's honestly it's a nice it's a nice uh what's the word i'm looking for um like palate cleanser for me with everything else that i've been listening to i've listened to a lot of uh rock i've been listening to um a lot of christian music i've been listening to a lot of just just different you know things that have kind of been the same lately but listening to that billy holiday man oh it's just so different man great the power of her voice oh yeah. yes it's amazing nothing like it is out right now i can tell you that much um and and and, and that music is still like baby making music oh yeah for sure for sure still like that baby making music that will never die that will never die. Um, all right, let's jump into random. Oh, wait, wait, you didn't ask me what I'm watching, what I'm listening Oh, to. oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. What okay. are you watching and listening to, Los? Same thing for you, chat. Let me know what you guys are doing. Watching, I'm watching Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Um, it is the new Star Trek series that is set before Captain Kirk. Um, okay, wow. The, yes, the original pilot of Star Trek had a different captain and had a different crew except for Spock. And okay. then... Uh, didn't get picked up by the network, and then they made a second pilot, Captain Kirk and all of them, and then that series got made. So when a pilot gets made, what they when it goes to series, it's called a pickup. So okay. between The Cage and Strange New Worlds, which is made, is a 55-year gap. So okay. now Strange New Worlds is on, and it is fucking awesome. Everything that was wrong with the other Star Trek shows got fixed with Strange New Worlds. Really? Yeah. There's a couple of complaints I have, but 
it's more uh not even the aesthetic or the look of it you know because you have to modernize for modern times yeah. but the floor layout isn't the same as the original series so that kind of throws me off i kind of feel like i'm on a new ship called enterprise as opposed to the old ship oh you know what i i i came across I, wait is this out already this is out right now right yeah it's out already second second episode here today okay i think i came across it because i was on paramount watching halo and then i think i saw this and i was just like i was kind of confused i was like is there a new star trek show out i was really confused so it is so good interesting it is so good it is everything star trek is supposed to be it's positive it's forward thinking people use their brains over their bronze you know and yeah. um it's everything you want like i said it's just the look is modernized as it should be because we live in modern times you know we yeah. don't live in the 60s so it shouldn't look like the 60s it's just i wish the floor plan was a little more similar yeah that's my that's my only complaint the floor plan should be a little different and in the grand scheme of things that's not a very big complaint you know yeah it's a really really good show i noticed that the show from the trailer that we're watching right now has a little bit of uh that touch from that director um with like the glares you know what I'm talking about? Like the... Um, oh, JJ? Yeah. Like, I did catch that a few times. <clears throat> it well, was like those JJ is... lens flares. <laughs> the guy who's now in charge of Star Trek, his name is Alex Kurtzman. And he was JJ's right-hand man for many years. Then oh. he created a new company called Secret Door. And then... Okay. So all that JJ influence seeped into Alex Kurtzman and... Star Trek Discovery, I mean, it, it's a good show, but it's not great Star Trek. Yeah. Star Trek Picard was good. Second season, first season was kind of meh. Yeah. Uh, um, and now Strange New Worlds really feels like Star Trek returning to Star Trek, being what it is, you know, uh, about storylines and people. That's the one thing we don't get on Star Trek Discovery. Star Trek Picard... Some episodes seem like it's even though it's only ten episodes per season. Yeah, it feels like it's fluffed out in certain points and rushed in others. Um, but Strange New Worlds is really good. Absolutely, absolutely worth the watch. Absolutely worth the watch. Interesting. Um, and listening to, I am listening to a lot of different kinds of music because I am trying to get um, a DJ set ready for a party that I'm doing in June. So I have some older songs that have modern remixes to them and I'm, yeah. and I like them. But the problem is they're a little housey, so I don't know how well it'll go over. Like there's um Don't Stop the Party by Pitbull. There's oh, a, yeah. a new remix to it that's really really good, but it's very housey and I don't know how these 40 something year olds and early 50 year olds will feel about it. You don't you don't think that they'll like the house music or I think it might be a little much for them. The reason why is certain, and I'm not saying everybody, but people between 45 and 55 have a tendency, have a tendency to be a little more nostalgic. Yeah, you know, very true. Six, they're like, I'm not old, and they want to do everything the young people are. They want to listen to everything the young people are listening to. It's a very like, strange. Yeah, true. They were like, yeah, put on that, put on that new Takashi or something. Like I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah. yeah, but put on that, put on that, that rapper, you know, the one with the hair and you look at the one like, with uh, all of them, the one that you can barely hear with the saying, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That one. Yeah. The one with the tattoos on their face. All of them. All of them. Um, um so yeah, that, that's kind of what I'm going through. 
Dark Vader. I actually. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say Dark Vader in chat said he's watching a series called Peaker Blinders on Netflix. Never heard of that one. Is that a British show? In origin? I don't know. Peaker. Peaker Blinders. I have to look that one up. Maybe I'll see if I can find find the trailer for that real quick. Um. IMDb. See Peaker Blinders. It's on season six right now. Uh, oh, it's actually it started like four years ago. So yeah, it might be on like season six right now. I think I've seen this um, on Netflix, like in passing. I haven't watched it yet though. The guy that the guy that plays um, Scarecrow in Dark Knights looks like the main character. Oh in this show. yes, I've actually seen the trailer for this. Yeah, I feel like I've came across it too. I just didn't like. But yeah, it actually yeah it came out six years ago. Jeez, this show's been on there for a while. Well, my whole thing with with um, with shows like that is I wait till it's over so I can binge watch them. Yeah, just binge watch the crap out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've heard really good things about the show. I really, really good things about the show. Uh, Legion and a quick elevator pitch. Let me know what the show is about because I have no idea what it's about. All right, let's jump into our random fact real quick. Uh, I guess I'll start off with this one since you did the last one. Uh, actually, before we do that, let's check out Legion's elevator pitch, uh, Peaker Blinders. Um, let me see. Los, read that for me real quick, and I'll find my random fact. Uh, a gangster family epic set in the 1900s England, centering on a gang who sew razor blades in the peaks in the peaks of their caps and their fierce boss, Tommy Shelby. Thomas Shelby and his... It says BR. It don't go further than that. Oh, that's what, uh, yeah, Tom. It's about about British gangsters. Oh, so it's a British a British gangster show. Yeah, that's they they would put razor blades in the brim of their hat so they could just flash you. Interesting. I'm assuming. Wow. Okay. Nice elevator pitch. Yeah. Um, yeah, my thing is like that must be interesting because I love hearing that Cockney slang because it's so out there. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, I love hockey slang. It's out. That's one of the reasons why I like Guy Ritchie movies because he he does a lot of that stuff. Interesting, interesting. Okay, cool beans. Um, all right, I'm gonna jump into my random fact. Um, this is from facts.net. Um, more than 150 corpse corpses occupy Mount Everest. Yes, that's that's insane. And they're um, actually using landmarks. Because it's too dangerous to bring the bodies down, so they leave them up there frozen. Oh, I'm guessing because they might obviously break apart. I'm guessing. No, because it's they literally can't bring the bodies down. Too dangerous to bring the bodies down, so they leave them there. And they're landmarkers. Like literally, when you're climbing up Everest, yeah. they say, "Yeah, once you reach, you know, and each body has a has a different nickname. So, like, uh, once you reach, you know, Red Coat, you know, you know, you're only a hundred feet up, and then once you the well, next hundred feet, you're gonna see blue coat, and then the next one, you're gonna see the guy who has his ass up in the air. Like they all die in funky positions, and stuff like that. And, wow. and you, they're there. Like if you look it up, like you'll see the, all these bodies that are there, and they're all nicknamed. They, they use this landmark. Wow, I did not know that. That is a very like I. Wow, that like blows my mind. Yep. Jeez. Um. Here's another one. Uh, people say a haunted radio station from Russia exists. 
Uh, I'm going to read what they have here. And I quote, UVB 76 broadcasts white static noises and occasionally picks up Russian transmission, but nobody knows where the low frequency radio station broadcasts from. It gets even creepier when you find out that it's been broadcasting since 1982. Yes. Wow. Yes. At one point, they thought Cubans were doing it. At another point, they thought other communists were doing it. it. There's like a big thing to it. Like, it's a conspiracy theory. Like, there's a conspiracy theory for everything. That's kind of crazy. Uh, uh, there, there's a signal where nobody knows where it's coming from? That's insane. How is that possible? Well, How here's do you... the thing. Um, original, when radio first came out, the FM band wasn't very popular. It was all AM band. Yeah. Because they used to be able to broadcast from America bounce the signal off the atmosphere and then it would hit England. So you could be in England listening to a radio station from New York. Wow. Yeah. So it could be just the signal bouncing off so many times in the atmosphere that it can't be traced. Yeah. Possibly. Or it could be just some spooky like ghost radio station, you know. Yeah. The I'll thing is that. if you okay, scientific nerd shit. If you use inverse square law, you're able to figure out where it comes. What inverse square law is, is the, the angle of reflection, like the laws that govern the angles of the reflection. Yeah. So if you shoot a beam at 90, it's supposed to reflect at 90. I know that because of photography and light. Oh, okay. Yeah, lighting. Low, low is the lighting guy. We all know. <laughs> um, all right, what are, what are some of your random facts, Los? Bring it down Copper to Copper doorknobs are self-disinfecting. In other words, I, germs wow. cannot live on brass doorknobs. I did. I did learn. I, I I did learn that from somewhere. I don't remember where, but I did learn that from somewhere. That is really interesting. Really interesting. So, like, even if like somebody had the cold and they sneezed in their hand and they touched the doorknob, it doesn't just stick there. Yeah. As away. soon as it dry, as soon as the 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 saliva from the sneeze dries out, no, nothing can live on there. So, it's, it it disinfected itself. Interesting. Get copper doorknobs, chat. Get copper doorknobs. That's 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 the way. Like they did in the twenties, thirties, and forties. Interesting. Copper copper and brass doorknobs. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Do you have another one, or is that all you got for today? Uh. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. There, I'm stuck between two. Actually, let's let's do something different. Give me a random fact about Los. Random fact about me that nobody on chat might not know yet. I mean, I might know it because I know everything about you. <laughs> uh, okay, my love for graffiti started when I was very young. When I was three years old, I started drawing on walls. Really, origin yeah. story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The lowest graffiti origin story. I like so that. So my mother would scrub the walls and get. I would get smacked for it because you know, real parents. Uh, of course, of course. And and then two days later, I would do another master. Wow, jeez. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's me. Interesting fact about KJ. Um, that most people probably already know. Um, I am a very huge fan. Actually, I think I probably already told you guys. I'm a huge fan of um, Clueless. I don't know why. Clueless. Yeah, I know. I don't care. I don't care what nobody says. You can at me if you want. I'm like, I, I love that movie. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> I, I can comprehend because the Josie what? and the Pussycats movie. I love that movie. Really? Or oh, no, really? I got it. That's that. That's worse than 
That's worse than Clueless, dude. Oh, no, 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 no. That's worse than Clueless. Josie and the Pussycat Dolls? Why? No, not in the Pussycat Dolls. Josie and the Pussycats. I got to see if I... When did that movie come out? Uh, actually, I'm looking for it right now on IMDb. 2001. Bro, listen to the cast. Rachel Lee Cook, Tara Reid, when she was good. Rosario Dawson. Okay. Alan Cumming, Parker Posey, Carson Daly is in it, Ari Spears is in it, uh, Justin Phalong is in it. Like, it has a lot of good people. Missy Pyle, she's famous for um, Third Rock from the Sun. Oh, I remember that movie now. Okay, I mean, all right. You know, based on that cast, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. And Tara just... Reed was still, as before the drugs got to her, she was still super cute, and she played that char- character perfectly. She imitated the cartoon perfectly. Oh, Love. yeah. I forgot Tara Reed. Wow. wow. You know what? I don't even... I might have seen this movie. I'm trying to find a good trailer for you guys. I just don't know if I can find a good one. Um, I might have seen this movie. I just don't remember it. I'm pretty sure I probably did see it. I I just really don't remember it. It's a movie. This movie came out when they started turning all these cartoons into live actions. You know, when Scooby-Doo first came out and it was really popular. And we're like, like, oh, let's go take every cartoon that we can. Let's make it into a movie. Yeah. And they did Josie and the Pussycats. And I just think that they either didn't market it right. It came out at the wrong time. Mm -hmm. But it was a really good flick. It was funny. I I actually laughed my ass off in that movie. You know? Wow. Yeah, I don't I don't remember this movie whatsoever. Don't remember it. I mean yeah, I just don't remember it. <laughs> I might have seen it though. Yeah, there was one it. little bit of controversy in the movie is because in the movie, uh Rosario Dawson's character, Valerie, mm-hmm. they try to separate her from the group and a lot of people who watched it said, Oh, it was racism, 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 racism. The only dark skin character. And I thought the same thing too. But then in the interview with the filmmakers, they're like, no, absolutely not. They try to separate her because she's the smart one. She's the one who could figure out what the bad guys were doing. So you had to keep her off her, off her, you know, off her feet, get her off her toes. I was like, uh, oh, okay. Makes sense. But it still feels like racism. He said, oh, I get it. But it still feels like racism. <laughs> so, bro, come on. Her and uh, her, Donald Faison and Ari Spears are the only three characters of color. And Ari Spears didn't have a big part. And Donald Faison didn't have a big part. It was her, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, like. yeah, I get it. I get it, though. Um, All right, so let's get ready to jump into our show topics real quick. Um, Avatar 2. We finally got a freaking trailer, man. This movie's been, been in production for, like, 20 years, it feels like. Uh, Lois, you just watched the trailer, like, literally right before the show. What do you think? Oh, look, they're in water now. Big whoop. Avatar was a racist <laughs> movie. Avatar was a racist movie? Avatar was a racist movie. Why? What are you, what are you talking about? Why do you... Avatar simply took the Native American story and turned it into aliens. How, but how is that racist? Because it's racist. Okay, Keith, Get it. put it to you this way. What if the movie was about a bunch of aliens that they enslaved to pick uh to pick a fruit in the fields 
I get what you're saying, but that's not okay. Like someone who has Native American background identified the story right away. The military to come in to try to kill them. It's the people who have less technology, people who are spiritual, people who are living in in um, in unity with their environment. Okay, people who have their a different religion than the military people, and the military people are coming in to destroy their land, take their home, and kill them. That sounds like the Native American story. Avatar was a racist movie. I mean, I wouldn't really say it's a racist movie, but... You don't say it's a racist movie because you're not Native American. As a Native American, you would say it's racist. Like I told you, if they enslaved them and forced them to pick fruit, forced them to chop down trees, right? You'll be like, hey, that sounds a little familiar. That's but racist. They, but they weren't enslaved in the first one. They were just living like they were just living right. in their and land. Native Americans weren't enslaved. Well, they were, but they tried to, but they all ran away. Yeah. Um, but the point is, you know, it's a story. It's a Native American story where white settlers come into their land, rape it and strip it of all its resources. Yeah. Kill the native indigenous population. That is a racist movie because it is it specifically targets the stories of Native Americans. And if you don't feel for it, it's because A, this country was taught that most people to not be sensitive to Native American stories. When mm. you were as a kid, you played cowboys and Indians. Who was the bad guys? The cowboys or the Indians? Yeah, I'll see. As a kid, you said it was the Indians. For me, it was the cowboys. Wow. That's why you have to look at it for what it is. It's a racist movie. Just because it changed the color of the color color of the skin of the people doesn't mean it's not racist. And again, as Americans, most people are not taught to think of it. Uh, you know, uh, the Native American story is nothing. Nobody knows about the Trail of Tears. Nobody understands uh, when people look at Custer's Last Stand. All they think about, oh, all these evil Indians killed this General Custard. No, General Custard came, brought his army to kill that tribe completely wiped them out but he was an idiot and he wound up in the middle of their encampment and he got wiped out so again history is a matter of perspective written by the winners correct or incorrect no you're and right it, and so they this is why the critical race theory thing is they're trying to push that that through so you can find out the real story you know i mean yeah. down south they make it seem like slavery was a choice yes these people were slaves but you know we treated them all good. They were family. They were this. They were that. They don't talk about the 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 girls who worked in the house who were raped. They don't talk about how the men were mutilated. They don't talk about how the people were killed and whipped and beaten and sold and the family separated. You know, like you have to look at it for what it is. Once you see it from that pers from the from the perspective of the victim, you understand more. You understand more of the complete story. So it's a racist movie because it's using the Native American story, okay? And as usual, it's white man saves the white man saves the jungle. That's a white man saves the jungle story too. It's a white man goes into an alien body and he saves these people. It's a racist story. This is why I'm not interested in Avatar 2. I thought when I literally discussed it when I walked out of Avatar 1 cuz it's a racist story. Wow. Interesting. Interesting now, perspective. Do you why I say it's a racist story? Yeah, I get it. I get it. Can Makes you sense. See it from my point of view. Yeah, I can understand I that. I mean, <clears throat> it it definitely makes sense. Um, 
like when I first saw Avatar, um, Dark Legion and Chess is kind of like Tarzan as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I can see that too. I can see that. Um, yeah, when I first saw the first Avatar, um, I didn't really think anything of the story either. I, it wasn't really anything spectacular. It wasn't anything like crazy in, or innovative or there wasn't any amazing writing. Uh, it was just about a movie that showcased the future of special effects in film. That's pretty much how yep. I looked at it. Um, Cameron did some amazing stuff with the special effects. Uh, he shot from some like crazy cameras as, as well. Um, it was a, it was a visually stunning film. And for that's me, I think, movie. I think that's all it was for me, to be honest. Um, I was like, I was looking forward to part two when they first announced it only because I wanted to see, okay, if he did that in the first one, what is the next one going to look like? Um, uh, outside of that, I don't really care for the story. I don't really feel like there's really much of a story there besides what you, you know, just explained. Um, I just don't see much of a story there. I, like, what are they going to do next? Like, oh, no. like you said, it looks like they're just in the ocean now. So <laughs> they went from the land to the ocean. So they went from trees to the ocean. Yeah, basically. So they're going to imitate the next indigenous group who got destroyed. Hawaiians, uh, Puerto Rico, the island of Espana, you know, which is Dominican Republic and Haiti, Cuba, you know, the Philippines. They're just going to go on and on and on with that same type of racist story. Yeah. In my opinion. But that's my opinion. That doesn't, that, that doesn't negate the, the, how technically great the movie is. That doesn't negate the the work these actors put into it. It doesn't negate, you know, how much it, it a lot of people loved it. But yeah. you know, I see it from different eyes. So yeah, like Pocahontas is a perfect example. Oh yeah, po Pocahontas is a prime example. Honestly, um, I one hundred percent agree. Um, and people so... don't realize that he never, she never fell in love with John Smith. That's just propaganda that that he said. She wanted marrying another white man went to England, died in England, and tried to bridge uh, the, Euro the, the British and her tribe. Hmm. If you follow the real story of Pocahontas, you'll see. And there's only one painting of her. And she's done in all British clothes with a big, big, big white collar. Yeah. Things like that. And she was 11 when the story first takes place. Jeez, she was 11? She was 11. Wow. So I take that as... No seeing Avatar 2 for you. No, absolutely not. I respect that. I respect that. But I did see Doctor Strange. <laughs> nice segue. Uh, well, kind of segue. We're going to get into Doctor Strange talking like after this, after this next news topic. Um, well, real quick. I mean, I don't know. Um, I'm probably going to see it only, be only because of the special effects. Other than that, not really, not really super excited for it. Um, let's it talk. A, it might be a, a streamer for you. Wait till it goes out on streaming. Yeah, probably, probably. Um, all right, let's jump into our our last news topic before we jump into our main topic here. Uh, Gotham Knights has been canceled for PS4 and Xbox One, which it was originally scheduled to come out on both of those consoles, plus PS5 and the Xbox Series consoles. Um. I'm thinking the reason why this is happening is because we had cyberpunk come out a few years ago and the PS4 and Xbox one versions of cyberpunk was 
uh, pretty much almost unplayable for a lot of people. Uh, we were just getting into next gen. PS5 was just about to come out. The new Xbox was just about to come out. And CD Projekt Red announced that they were going to do Cyberpunk for the previous gen, which I was kind of surprised at. And it, the game was so horrible and unplayable to the point where PlayStation took it off of their PlayStation Store. That's how bad it was. So I have I'm, a question for you. Is okay. Gotham Knights going to be a PS5 exclusive or did they say they're waiting for the next gen of Xbox? Um, well, both both PS5 and the new gen of Xbox is already out. Um, it's going to be on both of those consoles. It's just not coming on. It's just not coming out on the PS4 or the previous Xbox. Um, right. Listen, I, I've literally fallen so out of touch with Xbox. What is the new <laughs> Xbox? Uh, Xbox Series X and Series S. So the Series S is a little bit cheaper version. Um, that's without the drive, correct? That's without the drive. And that one does 1440p and the Series X does 4K uh, up to 120 frames, uh, like bigger bigger graphics card, bigger... I mean, most of the components are, are, are the same with both consoles. It's just that one is 1440p. Um, that can kind of upscale a little bit to 4K. And the other one is straight 4K, 120, a little bit more bells and whistles. So, so better graphics card, better RAM. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I mean, I like. Do you do you think that it's time for these developers to move on from the PS4 and the Xbox One and start just developing only for the newer gen consoles? I mean, it's been almost two years that the new consoles have been out. Do you think it's time to start moving on? Yes and no. Yes, from an ease of development and technology standpoint, no, because these, well, the Xbox you can still get, but the PS5 is close to impossible to get still. Yeah, you you, you still can't get that. You still cannot get it. I mean, I mean, you, some of us can't be as lucky as you and get their hands on one. Hey, like, I put my name in a lottery for that one, okay? That, that was, that was literally, that was some major luck right there. Major freaking luck. Um... You should have played the Mega Million that day. <laughs> I probably should have. I should have played the Mega Million instead of getting a PlayStation 5. Um, the RPG in chat says, yeah, one of the Cyberpunk Twitter accounts was like, are you okay? To the announce that, to a, the announcement to that. Oh, you mean CG Project Red? Wait, what? Oh, one they... The Cyberpunk accounts asked oh, the developers of Gotham Knights, are you okay? Wait, they really? They yeah. He really that's said that? That's how I'm interpreting it. That's kind of, that's, that's, that's actually kind of messed up. <laughs> I mean, it is. Um, <laughs> but what do you think? Do you think it's time to move on? To, I, to I, I, I honestly do think it's time to move on for certain games. Like if it's a big triple a game, like Spider-Man two, that's supposed to be coming out next year. I think that's probably going to be PS five only, uh, Wolverine, the new Wolverine game is going to come out. That's probably coming out. 2024 late 2023 that's definitely going to be ps5 only because it gets to a point that when it comes to these consoles that it's time to like you trying to develop a game for the ps5 console and then trying to develop that same game for a console that came out like what seven years ago like that's gonna it's gonna kind of limit you in what you can do and then the, the ps4 version you might have to like down downgrade your potential for the game so much 
that it almost kinds of mess with your integrity of what you're trying to do. You know, so I can understand why I agree. Gotham Knights decided, hey, you know what? They probably figured because actually Gotham Knight was supposed to come out, I think I forgot when it was supposed to come out, but I know it got delayed. And I'm wondering if it got delayed because they they couldn't get things right with the PS4 and the Xbox One version of the game. So that's why they said, you know what, we're gonna move on. We saw what happened with Cyberpunk. We're not gonna go through that same issue. We're just gonna let it go. Yeah, they probably did. I think you I think you hit the nail on the head right there. Yeah. So that's that's pretty much pretty much what I think on that one. Um Listen, all right, let's... I still want a PS5 and this is a game I want for it. I Dude, will tell you that much. I cannot freaking wait for this game. Uh that I is just a Harry Potter game, but not for me, for my girl. She want I want to buy the Harry Potter game for her. Oh yeah, that's going to be a good game too. I I'm actually I actually might play that game. I'm not really a big Harry Potter guy, but that game looks pretty freaking good. Not going to lie. So my my question to you, and I think I might have asked you this question when the trailer first came out. So the, the trailer for Gotham Knights is pretty much trying to indicate that Batman is dead. Yes. Do you think he's dead? No. <laughs> no, I you don't, don't. You don't. You don't think that they would just kill him for the story? No, because Batman has died several times in the comic books. He like he gets amnesia or like he gets hurt and he goes off to another country to heal and then he comes back. Yeah. You know? And at one point, think about it, when um, Batman got hit with the Omega Beams from, oh, what's his name? Um, Dark Side. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. He went through time, and then Robin became the new Batman. Oh, you know yeah. what? Dick Wayne. Okay. Uh, um, what's his name? The original Robin. Grayson? Grayson, yes. Grayson yeah. became Batman for a while. I wonder if they might try to go that route with this story because Dick Grayson is in this game too. So, I but mean, Nightwing. Yes, he's he's in he, yeah, he's in this Nightwing. I honestly think the same thing. I don't think Batman's dead. He's going to come back. Maybe he's hurt somewhere, maybe he's being held captive by the Court of Owls cuz the story revolves around the Court of Owls and that's what makes me really excited about this because we don't really get a lot of live action or game content on the quarter vowels you might see it in the comics maybe in an animated show even that rarely so i'm really interested to see what this one looks like so can't what wait. character are you most interested in playing in this game uh nightwing yeah nightwing. Me too. yeah me I'm, too. I'm looking for i'm second favorite uh catwoman i mean not catwoman batgirl, batgirl. sorry yeah yeah i'm on that exact same trajectory <laughs> those are the two i want to play yeah um they Which is the least character you want to play um red hood God damn, part... me, too. <laughs> me too i'm gonna see if i can find a video up here but um let me see got the night's gameplay they showed gameplay of red hood and his traversal is really freaking weird i'm gonna pull this trailer up for you and i want to get your thoughts on it because they showed us actual um, actual gameplay. Is this the one where he jumps onto a rooftop um, to destroy a whole bunch of gangsters in a parking lot or something like that? Um, maybe? I mean, this came out like three days ago. Oh, no, no, no. Then I don't know what it is. I haven't seen okay. that. Yeah, so let me... So for anybody who's watching the audio version, go watch the video version of this so you guys can kind of like watch along with us correction he meant listening to the audio version that's why i keep you around 
I'm just trying to see if you were on your toes, man. Trying to keep you on your toes, okay? Um, all right, so I'm going to fast forward just a little bit so we can get a little... So this is a little bit of Red Hood uh, footage right here. I don't like this traversal where he's, like, jumping around and bouncing on some kind of magical thing in the sky. That is weird. So the developers said that the reason why he's doing that is because he died uh, and he came back you know, back, back to life. And he has these like m magical powers. I don't know much about redhead in, in the comics. Is that something that's from the comics or is that just something that no, they just made up? That's something they made up. Red hood was, uh, Jason Todd. And he was brought back in the Lazarus pit. The Lazarus pit is what keeps Raja Ghoul alive. Maybe, maybe that's what they're talking about. Maybe, maybe that's what they're trying to do. They're, they're trying to incorporate the Lazarus pit, maybe giving him powers to do that. That's to like, it does though. Yeah, I thought that was weird. A lot of people did not like that. They were like, why is he bouncing around on a cloud of like magic? I would have preferred if they said it was tech. Yes. I Yeah, you know what? That is a good point. If they were like, oh, it's some kind of special bat tech where he's just, you know, glides around. I can understand that. That would make more sense. But saying, oh, he has magical powers. I would have just... preferred if they said that he stole it from Lucius Fox, a force field that helps yeah. and traverse the city see let's get loose on the writing team uh what do you think of nightwing's glider right here to to wait let me take a look where he traverses around oh that is so stupid you don't like the glider no he actually uses wings and he glides just like batman uses the cape i wonder why they didn't i wonder why they you know what i i feel like a lot of people said this in the comments too of the video that it reminds them of Fortnite. When no, I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to since since um, Nightwing rides motorcycles, not a car. I guess they're trying to say that's his version of the Batwing. Probably, probably. I was a little like eh about the whole glider thing, but I think I prefer that over the magical cloud that uh you know. Hell, what's give the name? Him a jetpack. Red Hood. Be smarter. What do you think of the combat from Red Hood? Do you think it's a little too slow? Because it looks like he's big. I mean, like he's he's the, he's the brawler character. He uses his guns. You know, a lot of close quarter combat. You know, a lot slower than all the other guys. What do you think of the combat? You know what this kind of reminds me of the first Batman game. I think it was Arkham Asylum. Yes. Or was there one before that one? No, it was uh, Arkham Asylum. It reminds me of Arkham Asylum, where where it felt a little slow in the animation but yeah the, the button like your controller felt right yeah it was sort of a, a weird thing where like you know you executed it properly but the animation felt a little slow yeah even though it really wasn't so it could be that it could be one of those things that like once you play it it feels right that's what i was thinking i was thinking it might look weird but when you get in there and start pressing the buttons you're gonna be like ah this feels good this feels familiar um yeah. I, I do like that they brought the grappling hook back because i saw red hood using a grappling hook. That was probably my favorite weapon in the Arkham series games. So that's pretty cool. Uh, they didn't really, they didn't show any Batgirl gameplay in this trailer, which kind of sucked, but <clears throat> the game doesn't come out until October. So I'm guessing they're trying not to show too much, which I understand. I get it. So, you know what? But the thing is the hype about this game is completely surrounded around the Batman Arkham series. Yeah, it is. It is, you know, yeah. And the fact that you were able to play Nightwing in the last Arkham game, 
Yeah, Nightwing. Um, Nightwing was amazing in that game. Amazing. Yeah. So if they if they just take that, put it in this game, and then just take it to the next level, I'm cool with that. Yeah, totally cool with that. Yeah, I agree with you 100. percent So yeah, it looks good. Um, it's coming out on next gen only. So I mean, hopefully anybody who doesn't have a PS5 will be able to get a PS5 soon. I know Sony says that they have plans to double their sales between now and March of next year. So I'm guessing they're working on their supply chain. So we'll see. <clears throat> hey man, I'm hoping to get one for New Year's. Jeez, I, I need to get some water or something. Um, all right, let's jump into our main show topic. The reason why we're all here today, Doctor Strange Two. Oh yeah, that too, that too. And you know to hear Los's sexy voice. Um, hello, hello. hello. Doctor Strange Two. So. Just for everybody uh, who's watching or listening, we're going to take a few minutes to just give our initial thoughts on the show. I mean, on the movie without spoiling anything. And then oh, we're no, going to... no, 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 no. All right. Initially, no spoiling. But then afterwards... Yes. We'll give spoiler warning. Yes. We'll give we'll give spoiler warning. Okay. Uh, Legion says I'm out because I haven't seen it yet. No, Sorry, no, no. Legion. Stay for the first part, Legion. Don't leave yet because we're not going to spoil the first part. We will announce the spoiler warning and then you can go because, you know. Yeah, you don't leave yet. Yeah, don't leave yet. Um, we'll let you know when we're going to start the spoilers. Okay, can I start this? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Do your thing. Okay. I hate the fact that it's called Dr. Strange Mom. Wait, what? Think about it. What is it? Multiverse of Madness. Mom. <laughs> it, is you... fitting, it is fitting for the movie. No spoiler. It is fitting for the movie, but like that was to me that felt like an Easter egg. Um, I the 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 graphics were great, ninety eight percent of it, two percent it looked a little funky, you know. Okay. Um, I felt the story was really good. I felt the they did the characters correctly, America Chavez they did correct. Um, I really do feel like. Um, Doctor Strange didn't skip a beat. It really, really felt like him. It didn't feel like an alternate version of him. Mm -hmm. Um, and I felt like, and I never felt lost in the story. Like I felt the story was great all the way through. Yeah. You know, so overall for me, eight out of 10, because it feels like a setup. It feels like one of the movies in the, in the beginning of the Marvel MCU, where it all sets up to the Avengers movie. Yeah. This kind of feels like it all sets up to the next big the next big know, thing. Next big thing. Yeah. That's what that's the vibe that I kind of got from this going into this. I felt like this was going to be something that was going to be a setup for something just greater. Um, but it is a must watch. This is one you can't miss. This is a must watch. I will say that. I will definitely say it is one you can't miss. Um but if I had to give my non-spoiler feelings on Doctor Strange too. It was okay. It was no. You know what? It was okay. I'll say it's better than okay. It was good, really good. Was it great? No. But they have so many surprises for you yes. in this movie, especially if you are a comic book reader and you understand where these things came from. And what I really liked is when they brought these new characters in. They were played by the actors who played them previously yeah. that a lot of people forgot about. 
I will say that yes, I did. I did like that touch. I I I always like when movies do that when they bring back the original actor actresses. I love that. Um, I really love the surprises. Um, I only saw the very first trailer because it was at the end of the Spider-Man No Way Home movie. And then I think I saw like half of the last trailer because I, I didn't really want to watch anything. So I had no idea what was happening. I didn't because I think the last trailer that came out that came out before the movie came out, they actually kind of gave you a little bit of spoiler surprises of who might be in the movie. They spoiled a little like 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 a few things. Yes. I didn't see any of that. Yeah. Yes. I, I didn't see any though, of that. I'm very, 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 very um impressed by the trailer editors because they gave nothing away they gave hints but they gave nothing yeah. away Marvel, everything yeah. in the trailer is in the movie and yet they gave nothing away marvel editors for the trailers are amazing i feel like they had i feel like they hire specific people to just make marvel trailers that's it do nothing else no don't work on anything else just make Marvel trailers. They are amazing. Um, they set the movie and I'll get into, well, let me not talk about that. I'll wait to spoilers, but overall I thought it was okay. Uh, big ups to Sam Remy. Uh, Sam Remy yeah. directed this film. He was also the director of evil dead. Also the director of the first trilogy of the Spider-Man movies. Um, this, you can tell this movie has Sam Remy all over it even if you did even if you didn't know you would see him like wait a second did sam Raimi make this movie you can feel it uh from the doctor strange zombie that's that's not a spoiler that's in the trailer the doctor strange zombie that felt like an evil dead thing it you, you know like that was pretty cool um the way wanda just seemed wait no that's spoilers i can't, can't. do that yet can't. <laughs> i can't i can't do that yet can't. um so yeah overall if i was his um uh, to just rank this, I would probably out of five, out of ten, out of ten, out of ten, give it a six and a half, maybe seven, really? six and a half, seven. No, I, 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 I really like the the thing that impressed me was that the movie felt short, but it wasn't. The movie, the story moved. It moved. At yeah, no it did. Point did you have a lull in it? Like it, it just sailed through, and when it ended, you were like. Oh, the movie ended. I kind of expected a little bit more. <laughs> and but if you look at the runtime, you're like, no, you you got your money's worth. It's just yeah. the story was that tight and that well put together. Yeah. Well, we're gonna jump into spoiler territory now because I cannot okay. hold back anymore. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! We are talking spoilers now. From here on out, we will not start the spoilers until Dark Legion says he's out. I Later. think that's fair to him. He's a loyal listener and watcher. Later, brother. There he is. Okay. He said later. All right, he's out. Here we go. Spoilers, Spoilers only. Sorry, All right. So do I start it or do you start it? You start it. You start it. Holy crap. Wanda's the bad guy. I know. Holy, holy <laughs> shit. Wanda's the bad guy. And Jeez, Louise. good bad guy. Dude, I have to say, going back to the uh, trailer, Big props to whoever made the trailers because this whole time I'm thinking Wanda's gonna work with Doctor Strange, okay? And I'm and like I didn't it never crossed my mind like okay who's the villain? Like throughout the entire time we knew about this movie, I never thought about that. 
until I went to the movie theater and I sat down. And I was like, wait a second, we don't. Who's the villain? We don't know that. Usually, when we go into a movie, we kind of have an idea of who they're going up against. We did not know at all throughout the past what year who the villain was. And then the minute, the minute that Doctor Strange goes to see Wanda, he's like, hey, I need your help. And then Wanda comes back and says, um, oh, the person that's chasing Chavez, that's me. I was like, what? Blew my mind. I no, was no, no. like. You mentioned her name, America. America, yes. I never mentioned her name. She's like, oh, you got me. I'm the bad guy. Yeah, I was like, that was so perfect. Now do you understand why I say the mom fits? Because yes. The whole storyline is about her oh, being Oh, yeah. With Multiverse of madness, mom. That's why that's that little Easter egg that you don't realize until you watch the movie. I wonder if anybody else got that. Like before now, I wonder if they got that. That's really interesting. Interesting Easter egg. Yeah. Um, I well, I would have I, to. Go ahead, okay, go ahead. Well, I would say this: Wanda is probably one of my favorite villains, and I might get at it for saying this. She's probably one of my favorite villains next to um, what's his name? Purple Thanos. guy, Thanos. Jeez, I think she's probably one of the best villains next to Thanos. I would agree. I think she's a better villain than Thanos because. She's here's the first time ever where you see that a bad guy thinks that they're the hero in their story and everyone else is the bad guy, and you understand why. Yes. This is why I thought this was so good. So good. It was executed perfectly. Perfectly. In my opinion. Like her whole story arc executed mm. perfectly. And yeah. the way it ended, awesome. That's the one thing I don't want to spoil. Yeah, Her I'm not. Yeah, movie, I don't want to spoil. Yeah, we'll we'll leave the the uh, ending to you guys. We're not gonna just completely destroy it. Um, yeah, I personally think that if Wanda was not the villain, I don't think this movie would have been, in my opinion, as decent as it was. I agree. I agree. Um, you felt emotional stakes. Yeah, like, you did. This is a character you loved already. Like you felt for her in WandaVision. Like, oh my God, my, you know, like my heart is broken for her. Yeah. And wow. What a turnaround. I, they obviously knew what, where they were going to go with this movie before they picked a director. They wrote everything out. They said, this is what I want Wanda to do. She's going to be the bad guy. She's going to be evil. Let's get, let's get somebody that's going to really bring out a dark side in this woman. They picked Sam Remy, Sam Remy and Wanda. Perfect combination. Yes. Uh, there was a lot of evil dead Easter eggs in this one. You got the zombie guy. I know this. I think Dr. Strange zombie is in the comics. I think. Yes. But the, the way he, the way the zombie thing just went about, it just reminded me a lot of people dead. We have Bruce Campbell coming there. He was smacking himself with his hand. That's the evil dead yes. reference. Yes. We had Wanda uh, with the blood on her face. Um, looked very similar to uh, Carrie pig's blood yes. Easter egg. There's a lot of horror movie Easter eggs in this. 
even down to the point where Ed, there, there were moments where you saw Wanda and you heard the strong piano keystroke, bong. Yes. Super scary. I, I loved it. I loved all of the Sam Raimi horror movie nods. Like there were points I was like, man, this kind of felt like Wanda looks scary. Like I was legitimately like, if that was me, I'd be pissing my pants, not because it's Wanda, but because dude, she looks freaking scary as hell. Yeah, I loved every moment of that. I love that they picked Sam Raimi because man, he brought out the true power of Wanda. Yes. Loved it. If she was not in this movie, I would not have liked it. Period. If she wasn't the bad guy, if she wasn't the bad guy, yes, yes, I would not have liked the it. The only Easter egg I'm curious about if his car showed up, because you know that that Oldsmobile that he drives in Evil Dead, I think Ash. it did. Let me see. I think it did. In the wasteland, the car makes an appearance. In the wasteland? Yeah, according to Screen Rant, that's where it shows up. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, yeah, Sam, Sam Remy is one of my favorite directors. Um, I love him. Uh, Spider-Man 2 is, hands down, probably one of my favorite superhero, well, my favorite Spider-Man movies all, of all time, next to No Way Home. Love that movie, especially the scene when Doc Ock uh, comes out of surgery or when they're trying to cut off his arms oh, and yeah. in like infamous, like Sam Remy shot, like you see the chainsaw on the air, which is an evil dead reference. And the camera gets a shot on a chainsaw and like there's light behind it, like famous Sam Remy shot. I'm like geeking out right now. Yes. Um, there was just like Sam Remy just gave this film such a great touch. Um, I personally feel, I know, I know you love the writing outside of what Sam Remy did for Wanda, I felt like the writing was a little weak. Um, the really? part, yeah, I just like a lot of this, a lot of the lines and just certain scenes just felt very, uh, cheesy, but not cheesy in an entertaining way. Like, you know how you have cheesy, but it's still kind of good. It was cheesy, but like, it just felt very lackluster, you know? Um, I don't like to see Dr. Strange as like, the dad figure, oh, don't worry, Chavez, you can do it. Use your power. Like that, that was just very corny to me. Like I, I, I didn't like that. And it was again, just very corny. If you read the comic books, it very much fits his character. Okay. That's probably why. Cause I, I never right. read the Doctor Strange comics. See, like for me, I never liked Black Panther in the comic books. He always seemed like an asshole. Yeah. But in the movie, man, they made him. Great. Like I was actually a Black Panther fan after that. I was like, yeah. let me read the comic books again. I was like, no. I'm still an asshole. <laughs> Only get in the movie. Only in the movie. Only in the yeah. movie. Um all right, let's jump into the cameos. Wait, before we do, Chadwell, was it Edgefor? The one who plays the um, the um, the Sorcerer Supreme in the the Black Eye plays the plus Sorcerer Supreme? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, they they did. He did such a yeah. He such did a good job. He did. You know, I'll give he, him props. He on that. did what he did, and he didn't seem evil for doing it. Exactly. He had reason. He had yeah. good reason. That, yeah. Go ahead. Cameos. What was your favorite cameos from this movie? We had a lot of cameos. Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. Right? Bruce Campbell. <laughs> Because yeah. they went back to the possessed hand thing and he had a short cameo, but it was like 
you as soon as you saw me like oh my god it's bruce campbell exactly you exactly know? but he was in and out and it, they didn't overplay it it was good you yeah. know like for me bruce bruce campbell was the best cameo um i didn't really notice any other cameos who what were the other cameos all right probably not all right maybe cameo well what was there any other cameos you know what i don't think there was maybe i didn't really mean to say cameos i meant to say special appearances it's probably what i really meant to go for you mean the uh, illuminati yes the illuminati um oh i've been dying to talk about this so i didn't I... know about the illuminati i did not know about the illuminati uh professor x um what's the name from fantastic four uh what's his name patrick stewart patrick stewart captain um book god um who who's the guy that plays stretch guy from fantastic four oh wait wait wait! here's a bit of trivia for you okay, okay. Uh, i forget his name but he's from the office and he was he was supposed to play he was one of the rubs for captain america really he was one of the rubs for captain america and now yeah. he's playing mr fantastic so originally he was supposed to be cast to play that role, Mr. Fantastic, and then he denied it because he was working on Quiet Place. And then when I saw him play that role in the movie, I was like, wait, so he's back now? So now now he's in the movie? The MCU's been after him to play Mr. Fantastic for years. Yeah. There is Iron Man was supposed to show up in the Illuminati, and they wanted Tom Cruise to play Tony Stark. I did hear about that. I did hear but about that. Mission Impossible scheduling didn't allow it to happen. But Could you Tom imagine? Oh. I would have lost my mind. I would have. What? You know what? That would have gave the movie a 10. <laughs> and here's something for you too, okay? The actor who played Black Bolt yeah. is Anson Mount, is Captain Pike from Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Get out of here. Yep. What? Yep. I knew his jawbone looked familiar. I was like, that guy looks familiar. I feel like I've seen him somewhere. Yep. Oh, man. The other special appearance I like, obviously, Professor X. That was really important for me because I have been dying for us to get a revamp of the X-Men universe. Oh, wait. Here's something even more interesting. Professor X from the Illuminati yeah. is from the animated universe. What do you mean? You know like, the the the, the X Men cartoon that was on Fox. Yeah. Na, 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 na. Oh, that's that, why he had the yellow chair. That's why he had the yellow chair because he played oh. it from that universe. And like, you know what? That's actually a really good thing that they did there because yes, in the animated show, he had the yet the uh, yellow chair. In all the other movies, he never had that. He had like some kind of weird like you know the wheelchair um, with the X wheelchair on it. with the X on it. It's really awesome that they did that. I like that um yeah. what is it um captain not 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 captain britain um captain carter captain carter um the actress who played peggy carter yes they pulled that straight from the what if series which people have been talking about that for a while is the what if series going to play a role in the actual mcu universe and it did no no well yes well and no, at, at least her she has been uh, Captain Carter in a couple of iterations in the comic book. Oh, okay, okay. Two or three. But, you know, they've been very short-lived. Yeah. You know, and again, in the what-if and uh, what-if comic books. That got spoiled for me 
from the last trailer that came out because I was like, all right, let me just peek at it real quick. Let me peek at it. And then I saw that fight scene. And then you saw somebody fall to the ground, their jetpack turns on, and the shield goes towards the camera. And I was like, oh my God. Blew my mind. I turned I turned the trailer what, off. I love the idea of Captain Carter having a jetpack. And it would make sense because she knows Tony Stark. Well, the no, uh, the original, not Tony Stark, is is uh, his father. What's yeah. his name? Um I forgot his name. But yeah, her father, I mean, uh, Tony Stark's father. Yeah, she she knew him. So that does make sense. Yeah. That does make sense. And Hallie Atwell, the actress who plays Captain Carter, mm -hmm. I think she looks more gorgeous now than she did when she played Captain Carter in the first Avenger. She looks awesome. She looks great. She looks, I think she looks more gorgeous, if that was possible. <laughs> if that was possible. If that um, was possible, yes. Like she and like she looks young still. Like I, I like I would have thought by now she would have looked a little older, but she 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 still looks young. Yeah. You know, which is awesome. So I mean, if they can keep her around for a few more movies, I would love to see a female Captain America. Like that would be something that would be a nice change for the MCU. No. Um no, no. Well, not female Captain America. Keep it Sam, Just, keep it yeah. Sam. Yeah, yeah, don't, yeah. Change, don't change my Captain America right now. Yeah, keep true it indeed. Sam. I'm sorry. <laughs> um so yeah, overall, I I really like the whole Illuminati thing. Um, I would love to see more of that in the future. Um, yeah, I would love to see that. Um, Wanda, the way she killed all of them. Wait, man. I do want to mention one thing though. Okay. Uh, the um, the one who plays, ah, what the fuck is, it? um, Captain Marvel. Oh, uh, Brie Larson. No. In the Illuminati, it's Maria Rambeau. Oh, yes, you're right. I forgot. But the explanation is, in the rotation of the flight, Maria Rambeau wound up on that rotation. She wound up being the test pilot. That's oh, why yeah. Happy. You're right. I, I did forget about that. You're right. Yeah, that and was actually a nice actress. touch. It's the same actress. So, well, like, wonderful touch to it. Yeah, wonderful, I like the wonderful touch. Marvel is great at bringing people back. I got to give them props for that. I don't know how much money they got to persuade these people with but they're great at bringing people back and that's one thing i do like about them you know that's something that dc need to keep in let's, mind let's be honest if you did an extra role in any marvel movie and they said they wanted you back and they'll give you two seconds of screen time okay you would say yes yeah i'm in there you do not turn down a role on such a successful series you know yeah yeah and not for nothing, but they needed this. They needed Spider-Man and needed this to keep faith in the MCU. Yeah, they did. They did. Because, you know, there was a little bit of a uh, slip up. Yeah. It's been, yeah. been kind of so-so lately. You know, it's been kind of so-so. Yeah. The TV yeah. series have been great, but the movies? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think Spider-Man lit a fire up on everybody. Everybody was like... I love MCU. I love MCU. Uh, MCU is okay. It's all right. Like, oh, Spider-Man brought us back up again, you know? So yeah. out comes the Eternals. Everyone was like, oh, I think it's over. I don't think yeah, it's more Marvel movie. Exactly. I was feeling the same way. I was like, yeah, you know, maybe I'll go see another one. And then Spider-Man yeah. was like, no, we're here to stay. I was like, oh, okay. There's that love. There's that passion I have for this universe, yeah. you know? So, but yeah, that I like the way that Wanda freaking wrecked the freaking illuminati was so different for the mcu 
so yes. different. It was brutal. And like you saw the deaths happen. A lot of times you see somebody kill somebody, but it's like on the other side of the screen where you can't see it. Like, no, yeah. you, you see Wanda murk these people. And yeah. I was just like, holy crap, like this is happening. This is really happening. That's what I said before. The touch that Sam Raimi gave that character, dude. Oh, she was so brutal and I loved it. I freaking loved it. Um, what I love is like, don't piss off a mom. Yes, don't piss off a mom. Because at the end of the day, that's what this is all about. It's about her yeah. her kids, man. That's what this is all about. She, uh, Elizabeth well, Olsen. Her and her imagined kids. Yeah. Remember, the kids from WandaVision aren't real. They're a figment of her imagination. Yeah, and that's a spoiler for anybody who hasn't seen WandaVision yet. Um, honestly, if you haven't seen WandaVision by now, shame on you. <laughs> I'm I'm going to like just put it out there. I feel like Doctor Strange two was WandaVision season two. No, that's, not not for me. Not for you. Not that's for what me. I felt like this was for me. I that's felt what, like it did it did pick up the story, but yeah. I don't feel like it was. It, to me, this was completely a doctor strange movie where what where you have to fight one of your friends mm. you have to fight one of your friends yeah exactly what he had to do i mean that's this definitely happened in the mcu already once we had uh iron man versus cap and that was a big deal you know now we got wanda versus uh you know you know uh, doctor strange that was a big deal i'm wondering what the next yeah, one's gonna think be about that's something spider-man has to deal with all the time yeah, sure indeed. Yeah, yeah. He he's always got to fight his friends. Like it's just it just never ends with him. <laughs> yeah, never ends with him. Um. So you said you love the movie. Give me one or two things that you did not like. Um. In the one scene where the one-eyed monster is grabbing these guys. Yeah. There was two shots where the CGI was eh. Like I was like, ooh, somebody forgot to put the stem on that apple. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what I didn't like was uh, the actor who plays Doctor Strange. What's his name? Um, ben uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, speaks terrible Spanish. Oh yeah, my God, listen to I me. Did catch I that. saw the movie through alternative uh, alternative means. Okay, so I was able to rewind that part, and I could not understand what he said. And I rewound it, and I'm not exaggerating, 25 times. Wow. I finally gave up and read the subtitles. I don't speak great Spanish, and that even bothered me a little bit. I was like, ooh, uh, like, was that Spanish? Like, I even asked myself that. I was like, was that supposed to be Spanish? What was that? I was kind of confused. I was really confused. Yeah, um, the other thing I didn't like about it was they made America Chavez speak Mexican Spanish. And if I remember right, that character's Puerto Rican. Really? Yeah, I'd have to double check to make sure. Okay. Um, because it might be confusing her with La Borenquina, which is the the Puerto Rican female superhero. Um, mm -hmm. but she's also an alien too, so that really doesn't matter from an. <laughs> so yeah, Puerto Rican can... Spanish could be Mexican over there. Yeah, exactly. It could be anything at that point. Yeah, that was uh -oh. the only thing when she was like. You know, usted me dice que este pinche güey no puede hablar español. I was like, that Mexican. <laughs> you you know? can't, you um, can't get that over my head. Right, but I let it go because there's Spanish in the MCU. Yeah, exactly. American Chavez is the first Latina 
or la- first first Latino, Latina, whichever you want to call it, uh, in the MCU. I can't think of another one. I don't think so. At, at least not until we... Well, the actor who plays Moon Knight yeah. is, is Guatemalan and Cuban, but his character isn't. It isn't. Yeah, he plays isn't. American you know. slash Britain. He's a, yeah, he's American slash British. Exactly. So, genuine well, Latino character, America Chavez. Waiting for Miles Morales. Waiting for Miles Morales. Um, one thing I'm curious about is the star that appears behind America. Is that something that's in the comic? Yes, that's her power set. Okay, I thought that was weird. I was like, why is it a star? No, like, she even wears a big star like on on her costume. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because I, I thought it was weird. I was like, so there's a star on her jacket. There's a star behind you. I was like, okay, I guess. Yeah. No, no, that, yeah. it's part of her power set. That's straight from the comics. So that's 100%. Okay, cool. Um, I'm her trying two to think. moms straight from the comics, which I was wondering if they were going to go around it, but they didn't. They, they left it up there. Oh, that's from the comics. Okay, cool. Comics. She has two moms in the comics. All right, cool. Because a lot of people were like, oh, why are they like... Why are they trying to shove that down our throats again? No, you know, with the LGBT. The okay. It's from the comics. You, they're not shoving anything down your throat. It's from the comics. Cool, man. That's why I keep you around, man. I keep you around for the comic talks. I mean, Thank I mean you. the comics talk. <laughs> um, let me see. So yeah, overall, like I said, I mean, I would give the movie six or seven out of ten. Um, I thought it was okay. The the writing was okay for me. Uh, anything involving uh Wanda was amazing. I love her character. Um, I'm not going to spoil the ending, just like Los said. Um, now, so, what, yeah. what would have made that movie an eight for you? Like what would have bumped it up? Um, I just, for me, the writing just didn't feel authentic when it came to certain lines, certain scenes. Um, Chavez, I, I mean, a lot of her stuff just felt forced. Um, I know she's young. But just her acting was just not believable at all. It was just really bad acting compared to the amazing talent that was around her. So it just kind of felt like we have amazing acting talent and then we go to her and it just doesn't feel authentic. So it just felt a little uneven. So I think I, it was supposed to be uneven. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Remember, Sam Raimi always takes the teenage characters and he kind of simplifies them. He simplifies them in such a way where you like them and you get attached to them, you get attached to them kind of like you would with a puppy. Yeah. So I kind of feel like that was 100% intentional. Okay. So for me, knowing Sam Raimi films, I thought yeah. it fit. Because in Spider-Man 1, he did the same thing. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's, it was just something about that script that didn't all the way scratch that itch for me. And I thought Doctor Strange 1 was okay. I wasn't a big fan of it. So yeah. maybe that's just maybe that character is just not for me. When he's maybe. when he's when he's featured in other films, I love him. Like in Spider Man No Way Home, loved him. Awesome character. When he's in Endgame, loved him. Love his banter with Tony Stark. But when it comes to his solo films, I'm just like, it's okay. You know, maybe it's just that character. The first Doctor Strange, I was like, meh. It's yeah. okay. That one I gave a six. Okay. Um, but this one was an eight. I really did like the story. Okay. It it felt like something you would that I would read in a comic book. That's maybe that's why for me it was a little better. Yeah. Because I felt it was more comic booky. Okay. 
I feel you. Um, so before we get out of here, the end credit scene thoughts, even though it wasn't really much. <laughs> Set up for the next movie, like yeah. all the other end credit scenes. Yeah, so but we I just wonder if this is going to set up to someone else's movie. Probably someone else's movie. I know um, that uh, Cumberbatch is taking a break. Um, he did say that he wants to take a break from NC movies for a little bit. So I doubt we'll get another Doctor Strange movie anytime soon. Like this one, like this one came what, like six, seven years after the first one. Yeah. So it'll it's probably just setting up for something else. We'll probably see him again. It'll just be like in somebody else's film. So before we get out of here, um, that concludes our spoiler cast of uh, Doctor Strange 2. Um, do you have any recommendations before we get out of here real quick, Los? Uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Um, <laughs> if you're a Star Trek fan, you're going to watch Strange New Worlds and you're like, yes, this is what it needs to be again. This is my Star Trek. A lot of, pe- a lot of people complain that new Trek is nothing like old Trek. And new track is a bunch of yine, uh, crying and moody and dark and not not very positive. The thing about Star Trek is it's always been a positive image of human beings. Yeah. But yes, you will survive. You belong in the future. You know, mm. uh, it doesn't become. It's it's the thing where humans finally understand there's just one race, the human race, and then it becomes that. Uh, yeah. Strange Worlds does that when the other Star Trek was just dark and gloomy and you were just like oh my god and it focuses on one character it doesn't focus on everyone like the whole crew like yeah. star trek used to in the past and um it's really good it's really really good like i'm excited for star trek again like i watch discovery because of star trek yeah. but each and every time i watch the episode i hope it gets better i watch it watch discovery for the moments that it's great and then the rest of the time i'm like <laughs> With Strange New Worlds, I'm like talking to the screen. I'm like, oh my God, what else is going to happen? That, that was really good. I hope really it good. gets better. That's that. That's yeah. that's so funny, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So for me, my recommendation is our Patreon. Um, that's check a it good out. Recommendation. That is a very good recommendation. Um, check it out, guys. Like I said, even if it's just a dollar a month, a dollar a month really helps us keep, you know, going with the podcast. It helps us with resources for the podcast. I mean, sometimes if I need to get like, I need to get new XLR cables. I need to get a longer one. Uh, if we need to get coffee because we're tired, but we still want to do the show. Uh, if we got to do research, but we got to take time out of our day to do it. Um, it just, it helps us to keep going with the show. And the more Patreons we get, the, the more patrons we get, the more we're able to give back to you guys with more benefits and things like that. So check us out. Yeah, Patreon. We have to give up on overtime to do research for the show. People don't realize that. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, just, just check us out. Patreon.com forward slash J House Radio. Check us out. Um, and like I say, even if it's just a dollar, you know, show us some love over there. We got some great benefits. Uh, I'm actually going to be adding a special um, promotion pretty soon for new patrons. So I'll keep you guys posted in our Discord. I'll leave our Discord link in the show notes as well down below. Um, and yeah, check us out on Patreon, guys, you know. Support us if you guys would like to. If not, don't forget, hit the like button on YouTube, subscribe, um, leave a comment and a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other podcast apps. And even if you can't support us financially, that will help too. So if you can't support us financially, support us emotionally. Exactly. You know, 
Leave, there stars. you go. There you go. That 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 helps. Give us those five stars, and KJ will wear a sexy shirt again, just for you, for the I emotional. Mean, I, I I I think this shirt is still sexy. It's a it's a it's a film shirt, so I I think this shirt is sexy. Right yeah, yeah, here. yeah. But we want to see you in that button. Mm. Ali, listen to me. You support us emotionally. We'll both wear button down shirts. How about that? Oh, you know what? We should we should have like a nice classy episode where we just like snazzied up with the button down and the tie. I'll even know? let my hair down. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. Because you know it, it it'll it'll drive you. You know what? We might actually get some patrons if you let your hair down. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. We're gonna get ready to get out of here. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the show. Appreciate everybody hanging out tonight. Uh Legion, if you're still lurking in chat, thank you for hanging out. Hopefully we didn't spoil anything too much for you. Um and yeah, we gotta we're give Legion a keychain for free because he's dedicated to us. Yeah, Legion, Dark Legion, for anybody who uh, listens to the audio version, he watches us live all the time. This guy's always in here. And if you guys are listening to the audio version and you haven't watched this live yet, go to youtube.com forward slash the J House or twitch.tv forward slash J House Radio. You can watch us live and just join a conversation. You guys can interact with the show. You guys can help us dictate the show, change the flow of the show, you know, piss off Lois by telling him, you know, uh, about shows that, or movies that you like or don't like or how much you hate Star Trek, you know? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I also want to do once, maybe the end of this season, we start the next one. I would love to do a phone-in show where people can call us. Dude, and like. Them and, and just kind of do that. We got to. We got to figure out technically how to do it. I'm sure it could be done. We just got to have a screener. Like maybe maybe have like Viv screen the call before they come on or something like that. You know what I mean? Or like somebody yeah. just screen the call first. Do it like radio, just call it over line. Come on in. Yeah, can I talk to Los? I mean, you know that her that voice, man. He just turns me on. I just want to hear him say his name. Los, or did you, you hear or that? Even or even worse, Los, you are the secret I told my mama. <laughs> Oh my goodness. On that note, we're out of here, man. We're going to get out of here. Thank Love you, everybody, for hanging out tonight. Love, peace, bye, and bye. chicken grease. As Lo said, stay safe, wash your hands, wash your butts, and we'll catch you guys later. Later.